Well, good Monday, March the 7th, everybody. Um, the first week of Lent. And so I hope everybody at this point has had an opportunity to kind of reflect on thinking about what what Lent might mean to you this year. Well, it might be a little different. So today's Gospel is Matthew. Matthew chapter 25. A verse that we um, hear a lot and a, a passage, and that's the verse 31 through 46. We have Jesus' basically his final teaching. His final teaching before he goes into um, his passion. And in this final teaching, he lays out a great contrast for us. Um, and he just lays it out in such a fashion that, you know, he says, you know, there are people who just got it, and there are people who just didn't get it and don't get it. And his hope, his deep abiding hope always through his love is that everybody gets it. And we pray for that always. So as Jesus says to his disciples, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne. Wow. It's a little bit of a change. Jesus, this isn't the same old Jesus we've been walking with. The same old Jesus that came out of this this stable, this manger, the same old Jesus, you know, that mom prompted him to do this miracle that just gathered all these people to him. The same Jesus that we just sat at his feet and he taught us and we walked with him and we leaned on him and we tended to his knees as he tended to ours. And here he's saying, when he comes... In his glory, he will sit upon his glorious throne. Wow, well, if this wasn't his glory, what's his glory going to really be like? Well, what will we do? Well, what are we to do at this point? And all the nations will be assembled before him, all the nations, as a shepherd, and he'll separate them from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He'll place the sheep on his right, the goats on his left. Clearly a distinction between those two. Um, then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my father, and here at the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. From the very beginning. What was, he, what was God wanting, you know, from us? Well, for really just to choose him, to choose life, he says, like Moses said in that passage the other day. Choose what was designed for humanity before the fall happened. And here's a way that we really can figure out who is choosing wisely. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. Thirsty, gave me a drink. Stranger, you welcomed me. Naked, you clothed me. Ill, cared for me. Prison, you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say. Now, of course, what he said there was nothing earth-shattering. They're all good things to do for people. And yet, despite that, some are surprised because they say, then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you? And feed you and thirsty and give you a drink. I mean, we didn't like physically see you. You know, it's like, we're just doing, we're just doing what our heart tells us to do, to help other people. You know, and he says, you know, when do we see you, stranger, welcome you, naked, clothe you? When did, when did we see you and do all these things? You know, no massive campaigns here. 
um, no parades, no nothing. It's just, when did all this happen, God? I mean, we just did what we were supposed to do every day. And he says, Amen, and I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least of my brothers, you did for me. Nothing big, just one person at a time. There's absolutely nothing ambiguous here at all. What you did, just doing the right thing, one person at a time, then you did it for me. That is what we want of the human family to be like for the human family. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Now the angels are good. We know that. Well, the eternal fire prepared for the devil. Well, maybe that was something, you know, like from the very beginning, everything was good. God created all. And before the fall, there would have been no reason to have anything prepared for those who didn't want to be with God. But something came along the way that created this rift. And there is this place, the other place, that came into being when God was rejected. And let's face it, if you don't want to be with God, God's not going to force you to be with God. doesn't force me. If I don't want Jesus, I don't have to have Jesus. You know, but if I don't want to be with Jesus and I'm an eternal being, well, I'm going to go someplace. So, you know, all right, well, got to make something and this is what it's going to be and probably not going to like it because you're going to be able to see mm, where you could have been. For I was hungry, he gave me no food. Thirsty, he gave me no drink. Stranger, he gave me no welcome. Naked, he gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, you didn't care for me. Okay, just those same basic things. Then they will answer and say, just as bewildered as the other people, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, stranger or naked? You know, not the same thing the other folks said, the righteous. Lord, when did we see you? Well, what they saw was maybe not literally this Jesus that they had been traveling with. But what they saw was the things that God, Jesus, asked us to, to um, experience in our hearts. And realizing that when we recognize the presence of God in each person, we're doing that for God, with God. In this case, these folks never recognized it. Consequently, they just tended to their own to their own. They're not concerned about anybody else. Um, you know, we're all made in God's image and likeness. And what we do with that is left up to us. God's not, not going to force us into that. When do we see you hungry or thirsty, stranger or naked, or in ill prison, and not minister to your needs? And you'll answer them, Amen. I say to you, when you did not do for one of these least ones. Isn't, you know, you didn't do for me. Isn't it amazing? I just personally find this totally amazing how the God of the universe that created everything, things just unfathomable, identifies with those who are considered the least. To the point, 
identifies with those who are the, considered the least to the point where God entered human history in that fashion. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. This is his last teaching in Matthew. And now we're at the other end. Who is this Jesus? Who really is this Jesus? Is about to be discovered. It's going to be discovered through his passion. It's going to be discovered through his resurrection. And what we do with that discovery is clearly left up to us. We can take the risen Jesus and realize everything from his earthly ministry and the glory of God the Son, and the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And we can take that glory into it and realize, oh my gosh, how special am I that the God of all just wants me to love him and to be him to other people. May our Lent, may our Lent indeed be full of choosing wisely, choosing lovingly, choosing life, indeed, choosing Jesus. Have a great day, everybody.